Ultra. Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are nestling into Disney's The Little Mermaid one minute at a time. I'm Kestra Duraski. I'm Andrew Duraski. And today we are discussing Minute 59, which begins with Ariel and Eric dancing in the village square and ends with Scuttle saying, okay. It, this minute features Ariel and Eric dancing in, in the village, Ariel letting, or Eric letting Ariel drive the carriage yeah he hands over the reins and driving it over a ravine or a rift or yeah this is, this is a big jump yes scuttle asking flounder if eric and ariel have kissed yet and then it begins with eric rowing or ends with eric rowing the boat right they're in the lagoon yes okay so today I wanted to talk on a little bit of the Mickey Mousing that we hear in this. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly with the the carriage and the and the big jump over the ravine. Right. Prime place for Mickey Mousing to occur. Yes. So you you definitely hear the build up to when the the carriage could not think of that word. The carriage jumps over the the ravine. And then there's also a moment after that where they're going down and you see the back of the carriage yeah, and they're they, going they, down they have a little downhill and there's thing. a little like bump and there's a Mickey Mousing moment there where it goes, but um bump. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so I wanted to touch on that. And so we've talked a little bit already about like how great the, the music is, the scoring is and everything. Yes. Um, and all right, I'm going to spoil something. We have recorded some stuff out of order, listeners, so <laughs> we'd mention some of this stuff next week. Yes. Um, but it's worth talking about, I think, especially here, because it's one of the biggest, longest sequences that you can really draw attention to the score, and the fact that they were not working with a full orchestra. This is not, like, full score orchestration like you usually have it, right? Mm-hmm. Typical score, you're going to have, like... You're going to rent an orchestra, right? People who are part of an orchestra operate as a unit, and you're going to have that whole team and and conductor and all that sort of stuff. Um, right. And, and when you're scoring big movies, like you might get big big orchestras. I think John Williams often works with like one of the orchestras in London. Like it's a it's a significant yeah orchestra. Like capital cities in a lot of places are going to have orchestras. Um, there's well known orchestras all around the United States. Um, and, and in other countries and everything. And so sometimes you'd be getting those orchestras and those would be your performers. Not the case <laughs> in yeah. The Little Mermaid. And the majority, the, the biggest part of that is because they had such a small budget. Yeah. And they wanted to make sure that, like, they could find an orchestra. Well, they needed to be able to play the music. And, and just like, yeah. And just like us recording this out of order, they did their stuff out of order and they had different demos that they recorded mm-hmm. first. And so when you're listening to this sequence of music, like think about it and you're like, yeah, that does not sound like a full orchestra. Yeah. That is. So you, I always ask you to try and identify the instrument because you have orchestra experience. And so for this one, one of the main little instruments that we heard seems to be a trumpet. That's what you I said. I think it's a muted trumpet. I could be wrong. 
it's really the brass instruments that I have a hard time distinguishing between. Because you didn't play any. Because I didn't, I don't play any brass instruments. I can tell the difference between like if it's a higher brass instrument like a trumpet, or if it's a lower brass instrument like a tuba. Um, well, and and you know the names to identify them better yes, than I would. But I this I, is a high brassy instrument, especially when they're muted. I just I can't I can't distinguish the. I'm more of a woodwind and a vocalist, so mm-hmm. th- that's it, where it's a little tricky for yeah, me. But this one's got like a pretty high, and it sounds like a little bit squeaky. Which is what a mute would do. kind of do. Not like squeaky, but like but that it, it, kind of squeaky. Like sharpens tone. it? Is that, like... that tone. Sharpens a good, is a good. Okay. It makes it more sound more brassy. <laughs> yeah, like it's. It's very bright. Yes, bright. Uh, that's that's a in, very good word for it. In, yeah. in the tone. And so I asked you, like, what is that instrument that's doing, like, this really, like, bright, sharp, you know, brassy noise? And so you suspect it was a muted trumpet. But, guys, if you listen to it, it sounds like there is one muted trumpet doing all the brassy sound for this. Like, you've got maybe a couple of different stringed instruments doing yeah, a lot I of it. Say I'd, th- say there, I'd say at least a quartet? Probably doing strings. Probably. Like, there's probably at least two violins and a viola plus, mm-hmm. like, Which cellos. Which are going to be a little more readily available. If you are piecing together a, an orchestra, you'll be able to find several string instruments yeah, but fa- fairly readily. And so you, be, you, you assume that you'll be able to make your string section sound like a fuller string section. But it doesn't sound like they've got a ton else. Which makes it even more amazing that he won the Oscar for this. Like on such a small, on a small budget, and, like and almost first time last minute, and, and it's like yeah, they orchestra. probably didn't get a full orchestra. They probably got several musicians and probably to call, come like, piece it not called in favors, but like called in friends and friends of friends. Yeah, mostly like, this was like local, like like I said, and we talk about it next week. You've done research and you can't find a lot of details. Like you have and a couple of credits as musicians and a couple of credits for like extra vocalists that are doing choral stuff, um, which could be a couple of different sequences in, in this. We talk about kiss the girl next week, but also the finale, they do a reprise of part of your world with like an old school sounding Disney chorus. Yeah. And so some of those vocalists could be that. And it's like, but we don't I, have a ton of details on and, the musicians. And a which lot is, of them are uncredited, too. So I could only find a few names on IMDb. And we'll but, look very closely at the credits when yeah, we can. Yeah, but it seems like nowadays they're really, really trying to name everybody who yeah, worked you, on the film. You want to be really and thorough. I, and like it seems like that's kind of becoming more and more common, whereas previously it was like just the big names. Well, and it was so weird... When we went back to Snow White and the voice actors weren't even credited. Exactly. Right? Like, they did not have credits. It was period. like, basically, the nine old men and Walt Disney and maybe a couple other people. There was like six six credit cards yeah. you know, at the beginning. Credit cards, I feel like, is the wrong <laughs> term. But, um, but yeah. And so, like, even when you're in 89, we know the credits are going to be longer. But it is probably going to focus on the animators and, and key leadership for the movie and not making sure that everyone who worked on it gets the credit that they deserve. And so producers voices of the characters, not not necessarily the extra chorus. chorus. Like I said, we are going to look really closely when we're dealing with the credits because we want to, but 
yeah, like there are people who are slipping through the cracks and there's probably as many people making this movie as in a modern film in, in 2020. Yes. But the credits are not going to reflect everybody the same way. And in a credit for for a um, more modern film, when it comes to the mus- music, they might not name every instrument, but they would name like what orchestra it was. Yes. And if we can't find that detail, or, or maybe when we look at the credits... They are going to name, you know, an orchestra or a choir or something. But that's just because they had a group of musicians and they said, okay, what do you guys want to be called in the credits? And they just dropped a name and that's not formalized. It's not a legal agreement or anything. That sort of thing can totally happen where, you know, you have a group of people and they just say, okay, well, call us this. And you don't have that. So, again, we're going to look very closely at the, the credits to try and, like, give credit to all these people but listening to the sequence is one of the times when you can really reflect on like the small um the small orchestra that is going into this like it really does sound it's like you only have one horn to spare for this sequence you know like and you would think that they'd be doing multiple horns or something like that it's like it feels very and it, it it suits the sequence it feels very like Here's the town. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, like, here's and, the music that we have available in the town. It's Exploration. It's, it, it sounds like a band instead of an orchestra. It does. It sounds like a town band, mm-hmm. right? You've got a couple of people who play a, a number of instruments, and you come together, and you play music. Like, it, you know, you might have 10, 12 people. And, and we don't know sounds, the size that we're dealing with, but it's yeah. not the full big orchestra where you have, you know, like, a full orchestra might have, like, three to five trumpets. Yeah, maybe. maybe. So it one of our our daughter, who is almost three years old, she has a book that talks about different instruments, and and like it's a chamber group of ten, and it has like one of each, it like one violin, one trumpet, one trombone, um, uh, ten instruments total, and this and and it's and at the end it's like and this is a what a chamber. Yeah, your chamber is. is when you get to ten, you're a chamber. Yeah, and I, I picture that it would sound very similar to, to what this this sounds like with just, because uh, it has three brass, four woodwind, and three, um, strings. Strings. Thank you. Could not think. <laughs> I was like harp. Nope, it's, that's not the name it has strings, the group. <laughs> uh, three strings, and and this is kind of like it's a, it's probably a little bit different. Not gonna have like a harp and yeah and but stuff, but like this is kind of like the sound I would if picture you've got that ten people you can that. piece together. Yeah, exactly. A decent variety. So um, I would picture it to sound similar to. And that, I mean, what we should is. we should we should count eleven for the kazoo. Um, <laughs> that gets played at the beginning of the Which film. I think was Al- that, that's Alan either, or Howard. It's either Alan or Howard. It just <laughs> plays the kazoo yeah. as the, the the fanfare for Sebastian. Yeah. Which is so great. Yes, I love it's that kazoo great. noise. It's great. Um, okay, so enough about the music. Okay. And that was the Mickey Mouse thing that you yep. wanted to talk about. What else happens in, in this minute? Scuttle. So yesterday we had Flounder asking... Asking what's going on. Scuttle comes to Flounder this time and says, have they... have they kissed yet? No. Nope. They better get cracking. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing was the... that I see... I saw the signia of Eric. Yeah, it's on the back On of the back the... of the carriage. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about how th- there's... 
um, so after the the ravine jump, mm-hmm. the wheels don't move on the carriage once it starts driving really? again. Yeah. Huh. They do, like, when you get to that, like, they're going downhill again, but, like, immediately after, nope, no, no turning. But the, well, they're just skidding. I mean, it's not a grassy part. It's not even, like, But, like, path, it, at, like right? in that so, so whole shot, and then you cut to them going downhill. Hmm. That's when they are. But that also on that jump, there's a part of the cliff that looks... It breaks away. It, it, no, it's a lot different. It doesn't break away. It doesn't break away. It does not break away. I it thought it broke must away break too. Away because... I was like, it broke away because it's different animation yeah, it's, style, it, and it, it doesn't. It's that '90s animation effect where you see it's like, okay, this is the thing people are going to interact with because it's not painted the same as the background stuff. Yeah. So maybe they had like planned for it to break away, maybe. and then they ended up not doing that. And they're like, no, nah, that's too much. Or the carriage not, lands like... on that part, but it doesn't. But nothing happens. Like so, some dirt falls falls off of it, but it, the well, whole maybe thing that's all they, doesn't. They needed to do it so that the dirt maybe. could fall off effectively, or, um, or maybe they had to add it in after the fa- after the fact. They're like, we lined this up wrong. The carriage looks like it's landing on nothing. We need to just add <laughs> maybe. some dirt. Maybe. Um. So. Eh. I'll forgive it, but in my head, it definitely, like, like a significant amount of dirt breaks away or something. Um, yeah. That's how I would picture it. I thought so, too, but it seemed like it was not as much as I All remember right. it. Uh, with air- them dancing. So we're going back to the beginning of this and, film. And I want to say, again, strong, tangled vibes. Yes. From that. Yes. I think Ariel tripped. During the dancing? Yeah, and then that's how why he caught, like, he, like, caught her in his arms. Because there's, like, a, so it looks like a dip. Yeah, but I think it, I think she it's tripped. It's supposed to be that she tripped. I think she tripped. That would be a, a pretty significant, like, detail. Which would be different because in the... It's still, it's so fast. It's hard the, it's to so picture. It's so fast. They I go wish through they the sequence this, too fast. Like, they stretched this out just a tiny bit more, mm-hmm. but um, with, with the fi- original fairy tale... Right, dancing's significant. Dancing is significant. The Little Mermaid is supposed to like be, even though she's, she's, feels like she's walking on daggers and her feet bleed with like every step. I feel like people start to notice that. <laughs> yes, you the would. The bleeding seems extreme. The daggers and pain I can see without needing to have the bleeding. Yeah, and but she's supposed to be able to dance like. The most be- she's supposed to be like the most beautiful human, and she's supposed to dance beautifully. Dancing is a bigger part of the Broadway show too, right? They have a whole song. I I think to one of the tunes that is just part of the score. They expand yeah. that and turn it into a song. And dancing oh, is a language that yeah. is felt instead of heard. Yeah, and so they like convey this as like, okay, she and Eric connect through dancing, so that there's more excuse for yeah. her not speaking. Yeah, um, but still building a relationship with him, right? That's kind mm-hmm. of the implication. Mm-hmm. I think that I think you kind of hear it at some point. I can't remember where it is, but it might be in this the, moment. The yeah, I know the tune appears in the movie because yeah. I've heard it, and I'm like, oh wait, I know that from the from the Broadway yeah. uh, show. They turned that into a whole thing. Um, yeah, I can't remember if it's in the sequence or if it's somewhere else. It's it is in the movie, and it is I feel like attached to. Eric and the town in some way, but I yeah. could I could be projecting that yeah. because I know the Broadway show. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Then with 
when they get into the carriage after the village... They've been shopping. They've been shopping. Yes, there's Ariel has a beret. No, she has a hat. It's a hat. It's a hat. It has a brim it has of some a brim. type. You're right. I, I, you know, maybe we should have done more detailed digging into what type of hat, but it looks semi-colonial. Kind of. But... Also sailory, so it's hard to say. Like it's not a pirate hat. It's not a tricorner hat. Yeah. It's but it it has that same sort. It like it it evokes the same sort of thoughts. Yes. as like okay. Yes. Um, I would say it has like a little cutout in the front. So I I think it's like round on the head, round brim, and then there's like a a, a scoop out of the very front of it. Yes. Um, and so we might try to name that hat for tomorrow. We'll say we'll we'll okay. try and do some research, and then um, there's boots. There's boots, which in in an episode of the Little Mermaid the series, oh, which right. is the she episode is. that she sees Eric, but she doesn't see him from the front. Yeah, she sees him from behind. Yes, scrawny um, scrawny Eric, as I recall. Yeah, he is very skinny and like little, but um, but it's like two years she, before. She calls the boots thingamajigger. Yeah. Okay, so she's interacted with Boots before, so she's like, hey, Boots! Yeah. Um, or maybe it's just that her feet hurt, and... Or just, like, Boots. Yeah, Boots. Like, get Boots. Get Boots. Uh, there's a baguette. I think two multiple baguettes. baguettes. At two least or three. Two, two baguettes, yes. And there's a bouquet of flowers. Mm-hmm. This is a very romantic date. That's all that I saw. Did you see anything else? No, those are the only things and that then I had, all... was those four things. And they all get... Well, she throws them into Eric's arms when he hands her the reins. Yes. And the hat goes flying. And then do they lose everything else? Yeah. They're gone. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. Yeah. Um, I was I was about to say something very terrible and would have been a very uh, tasteless joke. Um, I want to hear now. Well, so I was like, well, that w- that's what happens. And then I was like shifting gears, but also part of my brain like shifted gears into a very bad territory. And it was like, now say, when women drive... And I was like, no, don't say that. That's a terrible thing. And I don't that feel is... that way. I Like, you drive all the time. You drive me to work. Yeah. Like, this, And I drive a, fine. Yes. Women drive fine. <laughs> that isn't... Like, that would be a terrible thing to say. Which yes. is why I did not say it. Yes. And just because my brain thought it does not make me a terrible person. Right? Right. You're not mad at me? No. Okay. Because I wouldn't say that, which is why I no. didn't say that. No. No. Bad um, joke territory. Yes. Um, it would have been a joke, and it would have been tasteless. Yes. Therefore, didn't say it. But then you did say it. To... <laughs> but it's it's like twice removed now, so it's yes. it's fine. Yes, it's, it's fine. Now, right? It's fine. I don't have to delete this? No. <laughs> okay, anything else on this? No, I'm good. That's all we have for you today. I don't want to end on this. This is a terrible. I'm going to look so bad. Okay, well then let's but talk I, about the the lagoon. Well, no, we're not going to force ourselves to talk about it. Well, we'll no, in, I wanted to. I oh, did much the, to mention the lagoon does barely get yeah. into this minute. So you see, this is where one of the waterfalls are. Yes, it's and a they really seem like weird they're coming waterfall. from trees and not like a mountain or a cliff or anything. It seems that, like that they're one trees. in particular seems like a very weird waterfall. Yes. I, well, and I do think that's supposed to be a landmass that yeah. is that tall. Um, so I don't have any, like, tree conflict there. But it seems like a really weird place yeah. for there to be a waterfall. Like, it can't have that much water. So that's why I'm like, 
maybe there's like, like some sort of underwater tunnel that's or underground tunnel that's pushing water up there. Maybe and I don't know. Creating a flow, but I really I'm stretching to try and argue for that. And then and then there's one other thing I wanted to say. Flounder tells Scuttle to move your big feathers. Yeah. Because he's in the way. Like, Flounder wants to see. He wants a good view. But like, get why, out of my way. Why, why say big feathers? Because they're in his way. <laughs> he's calling him out. Move your big feathers. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we're good? I think so. Okay. That's all we have for you today, listeners. We are part of Dueling Genre, and you can find us and many other podcasts at DuelingGenre.com. There, you will also find a link to a Patreon page where you can support all Dueling Genre productions. We're on Twitter and Instagram at DizMinute, on email as DisneyAnimationMinute at gmail.com, and on Facebook at the Disney Animation Minute Secret Essential Listener Society or Damsels Group. We want to thank Scott Tofty and Nick English for doing our music and our artwork, respectively. And until next time, thank you for making us part of your world. Bye.